Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Was Tuesday with your host, uh, a very uh, tired, sleepy, and insomniatic uh, host, James Chen, a.k.a. Jay Chenzor. If you see my face glaze over a couple of times, I apologize. Been very tired. Uh, it's just been uh, a weird... I just I haven't been able to sleep, so I apologize. But here we go. We are live and we are rocking here and we are going to talk about a couple of these things over here. Mostly now that Aki's been out for a little bit and I've actually been playing a lot of Aki online. Uh, just kind of wanted to give my early thoughts about Aki and where she's going to fall in the meta. I am really low. Let's raise my chair. There we go. Uh... And then uh, we're actually going to do some more match analysis. I know the Snake Eyes JP, uh, the Snake Eyes Reynolds match was really popular and people have asked me to analyze stuff. Uh, I know this one's a little bit behind the meta here, uh, but still something that I want to look into, which is basically how Oniki fought Fujimura with Kim versus Ken in the first Japan uh, world warrior and managed to defeat him in grand finals, especially someone of uh, Fujimura's level of talent. Uh, this one was requested by some people, as well as I just figured it would be useful for me because I, I have so much trouble beating Ken with Kim. But uh, let's actually talk about Aki, shall we? So let's start with this first. Over here, if you are on YouTube and looking for the analysis here, definitely check YouTube in a day or two, and it should jump up there onto the stream. But let's talk about Aki. So Aki has come out here in Street Fighter VI, the second DLC character uh, to show up to the game. And with Rashid, I was really impressed with how he just kind of dropped in and... Seemed like he just worked. I mean, obviously there was a bug or two, you know, that's going to happen. But the character, you know, came in there and he's not insignificant. Like he has the ability to win. He has the, a lot, some people consider him to be very strong. Some people consider him to be okay. But I feel like that's like the perfect spot to land, right? Because a lot of times in the history of fighting games, DLC comes out, they're usually super busted or they're completely useless. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Aki has dropped and I definitely had a lot of personal interest in using the character, uh, and so I have actually put in a lot of time with her. So, you know, Rashid, you know, I can basically tell you like, oh, yeah, I, I feel like et cetera, et cetera. But with Aki now, I actually feel like I have a pretty decent grasp with how she plays. I'll probably keep playing her a little bit more just for fun. Uh, but right now, uh, you know, when we saw the initial trailers and everything like that, my impressions were that she seemed like she was going to be pretty strong, but, you know, I was worried about a couple of things, right? Like, we really didn't get to see the quality of her drive rush. We really didn't get to see what kind of frame data was on her normals. And then, most importantly, even in the character guide, we saw that her only escape option, which is the... Uh, command dash, basically quarter circle forward plus kick, the uh, slide on the floor was only strike invul, but not throw invul. So uh, I had some early concerns uh, about how strong Aki is going to be. So uh, honestly, 
I don't feel like she's going to shake up the meta all that much. And in fact, uh, my initial impressions of Aki were that I felt like she was probably going to end up a little bit on the weaker side. And while this character is strong and has the ability to win, you, you know, basically in that one balance episode, I said, you know, it's important that the characters always have the ability to win. I do feel like my initial thoughts of her are mostly on on par. Like, I, I feel like they're mostly correct right now. Uh, I do think this character has a lot of juice. I think that once you get used to her, she's a very complex character. Like, interestingly enough, like, you have to remember, is your opponent poisoned right now? Did you forget to, po oh, did you ha set up a trade thing? The trade thing erases your poison. And, you know, in a weird way, she actually feels a lot like Johnny. <laughs> from Guilty Gear, which might be one of the reasons that, you know, uh, there's something about her that makes it so that I feel like, you know, there is a little familiarity with her because Johnny was all about landing coins and then landing the Mistfinder, right? And that's how you got the damage. And with Aki, she's about landing the poison and then finding a way to convert that into bigger damage. She's a really similar character in that she is going to uh, sacrifice damage on the first combo to set up damage on the next combo. Uh, it's, it's, um, and it, that's kind of tough. That's kind of rough in a game where a lot of characters can delete you straight up with just their first hit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the poison damage, uh, just Joe says in the chat, you know, the poison damage is negligible. It's the follow-up that matters. It is negligible. It isn't negligible. I mean, it does add up, but you're right. It's the toxic blossom that really, uh, you know, makes the poison tick. And so, uh, oh, cool. Super Coco Jean says, it's really cool getting your history lesson why Aki creeped you out. What, you mean like the, the lack of personal space? <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah i mean that is one of the things it's just like dude dude stay away stay away um but uh i i feel like you know she does lose she has a lot of uh, uh, a momentum loss on that right the nice thing that they did was that they made her up um serpent lash you know the the the, the basically the whip the, the claw basically um, really, really, uh, a good combo tool. It's an interesting combo tool, like that you use the upward stabby thing as the combos, but afterwards you have like a bunch of options to blow up your opponent. So, you know, she gets a really good frame advantage in other words. So she can set up true meaty throws. She can set up true meaty command throws. She can set up true meaties, etc., etc. So she's got a lot of really cool setups uh, after that. And if it wasn't for that, like I feel like she would actually be completely messed up. Wait a second. Why is this still talking about balance at the bottom of my screen? Hang on a second. Jade has been playing her a lot. What are his early thoughts? There we go. <laughs> Whoops. Okay, anyways. Um, 
Aki gives you Riku Albath vibes, bubble traps, poison. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, so her Oki game is pretty decent, but again, one of the tough things about it is when she hits you with that and poisons you, you know, because the poison is slightly negligible, a lot of times it's almost worth just taking the throw afterwards, right? You know, not trying to do anything crazy. Because here's the thing, right? I mean, the, the nice thing about it is if you do take the throw instead of 1,200 damage, you're essentially getting 1,700 damage for the throw because of the poison added on to everything. So that does make it kind of crappy. The problem is that if she actually gets you, uh, if she actually gets you uh, with the combo, she's going to do a lot more damage than that, take you into the corner and put you in some really awkward positions and so like i feel like you know one of aki's weaknesses is that her overhead is very weak her overhead is very very weak and that it's there's just so many frames of startup on that thing and it's really hard for her to, outside of the corner to be able to get it meaty enough to combo off of now in the corner she's got some sick meaty setups with it but uh, mid-screen, it's really, really hard outside of drive rush and just do the overhead raw, which can be a little bit tricky as well. Um, but that's not where I think her biggest weakness is. The reason why, well, so Peter0611 says her normals put me off. And yeah, for sure, the her normals are an issue as well. Her longest range button is her standing medium kick. I mean, she's got longer range buttons, but I just mean in terms of general poke, right? Because like in this game, everybody has that great general poke, which for most characters happens to be their crouching medium kick. I feel like every character in this game has a button like that. Right. And so for most characters, it's crouching medium kick for Kimberly. It's her standing medium kick uh, for Aki. It's also her standing medium kick is a uh, faster button has really has about the same range as all of those crouching medium kick pokes. Right. So jury Ken, Blanca, you know, etc. Luke. Kimberly standing medium kick, uh, you know, all those crouching medium kicks and Kimberly standing medium kick all have basically the same range, like essentially the same range. Like there's differences, but by pixels, right? Even though jury's crouching medium kick looks like it reaches 10 times farther than anyone else's, it's about the same range as most of these buttons here. And Aki's standing medium kick is the same. However, Aki's medium kick is nine frame startup. And Kim's, uh, by, as a reference, is eight frame startup. And then uh, most people's crouching medium kicks are eight frames, where Ken has a blessed seven frame crouching medium kick. Why? I don't know. But uh, the thing about Kim, uh, the thing about Aki though, is her standing medium kick is not bufferable. So as a great poke, you don't really get much off of it if you hit, unless you get a punish counter, you can try to do stuff off of it. But outside of that, it's not the greatest of buttons. It is good because it is a plus on hit, which is really nice. Uh, it's a safe button on block. As is this, is that one plus on block? I can't remember now. I think her standing medium kick is plus on block. That's her combo, but I have to double check because, uh, yeah, um, I'll have to, I'll have to double check, but, 
it does link into other buttons. It's plus six on hit. So it gets you really good combos off of it. So for that kind of poke to be plus is actually really nice, but having it be plus is more useful at point blank ranges. And so the fact that it's nine frames is actually kind of a, a bummer for that because then it's really kind of hard to set up in that way. Now, having said all that, you know, uh, little weaknesses here, but, you know, she's got amazing Oki. Aki has Oki, uh, especially in the corner. She's terrifying in the corner. You know, I, I, I when I did my recent three-month tier list, I, I couldn't put any character without an OD wake-up uh, into the top. I just feel like in this game, you it requires so much to have an OD wake up in order to be strong in this game. You know, we're starting to see the Dalsums do work. Marisa obviously is strong. Kimberly is obviously strong. Honda has the potential to do some damage as well. But their biggest weaknesses is that they all don't have any OD wake ups that cover both meaty attacks and meaty throws. Right, so Marisa, uh, Honda, Kim, yeah, you could just meaty throw them all day. And there's basically nothing they can do about it outside of like level three supers. And in Marisa's case, she needs a level two or a three super. Um, Aki has the same problem. Her only escape is the command dash, OD command dash, which is an invul to strikes, but it is susceptible to throws the entire time. So you can actually just throw loop Aki to death in the corner. And if you're one of the characters who can get throw looped in the corner to death and you don't have an OD wake up, it's such a liability. It's why I feel like those characters like Dalsam and Kimberly and Aki and Marisa can never be truly in that top tier. I feel like you have to have that option so that the opponent has to at least think about it so that every once in a while they'll walk backwards trying to bait it and then you don't do it and you can get away for free by jumping out of the corner or something. But I really, really uh, feel like that um, Aki just... Uh, because she doesn't have that, she's going to get rushed down to death at the highest levels. Cammy, uh, Luke, Ken, Jury... The standard trope of characters over here are just going to put you in the corner and destroy you. And so I really, really just don't feel like she has the potential, the ability to be one of the top tiers in this game. And I think that's a shame, honestly, because at this point, I truly believe that everybody deserves to have, even if it's not one move, at least one move that's anti-throw and one move that's anti-strike, you know, just to keep the opponent guessing, right? So if Honda, for example, his anti-strike is his EX headbutt because it's got armor, but if he could have, for example, the, the butt slam be throw immune on the first frame, then at least he's got, you know, he has to make the guess, but at least he has the option to beat throws because if you don't have an OD move that beats throws, your only options are tech, jump, or backdash. Like literally those are your only three options and all of them are such huge risks 
like massive risks. Like all of them practically died to like delayed button press, uh, except for jumping. But jumping, if you just, if they do a meaty, you just get hit and like stuff sucks. So having an extra anti-throw option that's not a throw tech, I think is really important. And unfortunately, because Aki doesn't have it, I don't think Aki is going to be top tier. Uh, are we going to see some Akis do damage in tournaments? Absolutely. Habiki the Great, you know, we've been talking about tiers and balances and who's the worst character and everything. Habiki the Great, the best Lily player on the planet, just won an extremely stacked Japanese tournament with Lily. So clearly she has the ability to win. We've talked about Snake Eyes winning World Warrior West already. Uh, you know, many times about Zangief. Aki is certainly stronger than Lily and Zangief and Ryu and Jamie and Manon, right? Like she's clearly, I think, uh, in a tier above them. So I would, like, if you based on the tier list that I made before, I would probably put her, you know, in the same tier as I would, uh, you know, probably be Marisa. Then I have Dalsum, maybe, Dalsum or Kimberly. The Dalsums are coming, by the way. So it's Marisa, Dalsum, Kimberly, Honda. That was that tier that I had, and I would put Aki right in there. Now, having said all this, I am going to say I think Aki is um, one of the coolest characters. <laughs> She's so cool. Like, honestly, like the, the, the animations, the, the, the little touches, the small things that they did with her. You know, she started off being very creepy and like everyone's like, oh, my God, she's so evil. Oh, my gosh. Jury is now not the most evil character in the game. Oh, look at her. And, you know, you play the game and there's like she's got this really crazy, tragic backstory. I think uh, Nakayama-san has kind of hinted pseudo officially that she's actually Phantom who was a character that was in uh, that was in an old story post about Fong in Street Fighter 5 that she was actually the uh, kid that he found on the streets that he became intrigued with and while he has basically no romantic interests in her she's obsessed with him and she even says things in story mode shout outs to olaf for letting me know about these things where she actually kind of knows that she's a harlequin harley quinn i should say to a joker basically like fang could just dump me at any time whatever like not dump me as in dating but like literally just kick me off the gang or just stop caring about me and she's like but I don't care because I, I'm, I just, I'm in love. I'm like, I love this guy. He saved me, all this stuff. And, you know, like her taunt where she actually makes the fang bubble and she's all, ah! and then if you pop the bubble, she gets mad. Like there's, it's, it's weird that her personality is actually really fleshed out well. Like her storyline is good. Like her personality is really good. Her animations are remarkable. The taunts, the wind poses, like everything she does is fantastic. I mean, I think she might be, you know, one of the most nicely like character design characters, you know, in in the entire game. 
and that's that's a big huge compliment because honestly street fighter 6 has been killing it with their new characters right jp is awesome uh manon is awesome uh uh um marisa is awesome right Jamie's awesome. Like they did such a good job with their new characters. Obviously, I love Kimberly to death. Um, so I'm just I'm so pleased with what they're doing with the game, and I'm just so happy uh, about Aki right now. So like I said, I've been playing her a lot. They placement me into platinum. I've managed to get to diamond with her. Still have a lot of terrible muscle memory problems with her. Um, in that every time something happens, I'm like, shoot, I'm supposed to do this, and I keep forgetting. But yeah, uh, yeah, like KC says in the chat, Aki is one of the best designs of the new character. She's super, super good. And yeah, she has a good anti-air. Her crouching heavy kick and her standing heavy kick. Her standing heavy kick, if you're ready for the jump, is, is amazing as an early anti-air. But her crouching heavy kick is really good for a late anti-air, although I have seen it get beat by really good uh, jump attacks. So... So two hollow jokes that ignoring Lily and Luke, what have you got against characters starting with L? All I'll say is that I really like Luke's design here a lot more than five, but he feels less like a new character because he was in five. And people already know how I feel about Lily. Okay. <laughs> so we'll just we'll just skip that right there. So um No, Lily is probably my least favorite design. If she actually looked like she was 18 years old, I think I would actually like Lily a lot more. But I really, I, I've just generally never liked the little girl characters in fighting games, right? I really never liked Mei in Guilty Gear, for example. It's just, there's just something about that's just weirdly off-putting to me to like put that kind of character in this game where everybody is beating the crap out of each other. Look, Buletta is an evil demon, okay? <laughs> she's an evil demon so whatever like for her whatever you know she's not like hi i have a little girl like she's just literally like you see the sharp teeth and the evil eyes and she's shooting machine guns at you and the hurling grenades at you and then when she wins she calls in her agent and yeah you know so it's like whatever you know i never even really liked sakura you know, even when Sakura debuted in Alpha 2 and everyone's like, oh my god, I love Sakura. And she became one of the most popular Street Fighter characters. I have never liked Sakura. Like, I just, there's nothing about that character that has ever appealed to me. Like, there's very, like, I've never considered her one of my, like, I like this character. She's cool. Like, I just look at her and I'm like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> I just never cared about Sakura, uh, honestly. So, yeah, uh, Lily's a whole nother story. But like I said, I've already gone over that uh, in the past. So, uh, But I think Aki is amazing. I think she's really, really, really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy with what they did. Uh, it, it helps that, you know, someone that I've known for over a decade voices the character, too. I, that makes me extremely happy for Faye because obviously she's uh, she's someone I've known and you know even when I knew her a long time ago there wasn't really any aspirations for voice acting and the fact that she went that path and she loved fighting games back then and so the fact that she actually voices an official Street Fighter character I think is really really cool so uh, but yeah I, like everything about 
uh, Aki, I feel like, just felt, falls into place really, really well uh, in terms of design and aesthetics. Uh, how she's going to be in the game? I mean, Nemo seems to really enjoy her. There seems to be a lot of people out there. I know Mono is going to try to put in work with her. Talk to some other people saying that Aki is the first character that's really spoken to them in Street Fighter VI. So I expect to see a lot of Akis. Like, it's shocking to me how few Rashids that we've gotten since his drop. But I don't think that's going to happen with Aki. I think there's going to be so many Akis out there uh, to play. So, you know, it's not going to be long before she wins her first big tournament, in my opinion. Does that mean I think she's great? Like I said, you know, in my video about Zangief, just because you win a tournament doesn't mean that you're top tier. You can still be a weaker character and win these tournaments, right? Like I said, I have her in the same tier as Kimberly, and I'm going to analyze a tournament that Kimberly won. I use Kimberly. I think people underrate Kimberly horribly, and yet at the same time, you know, I'm not going to put her in top tier or anything like that because she's missing that OD wake-up. But I still think she's really strong. So I think Aki is going to be in that same kind of uh, area. Uh, to be honest, look, the mean that mean scene, I have said this on Twitter, like the way that they made Rashid a character that I really didn't care about that much in Street Fighter V. And then the way they made Aki, if the Street Fighter VI team can make me actually interested and like Ed, they are the goats for sure, because Ed is like extremely uninteresting to me, right? He's got a weird backstory, little kid that ba Balrog finds and then Balrog adopts him, but he's infused with psycho power. So now he's half bison and half boxer. He's like some, he's like some basically like evil, evil version of Rock Howard, you know? He's like the, the weird fusion of two different styles, you know, because someone else adopted him or something like, I don't know, like, and then he just wasn't interesting to me in in five at all. The play style, the control scheme and all that stuff. And then he just became the psycho flicker monster of death. And so, like, for me, I'm just like, whatever. But the, if the way that they've made the characters, I think Rashid is super cool. I think Aki is super cool. Hell, a lot of the returning characters are cool. Like I said, they made Luke a lot cooler uh, than he was in five. So if they can make Ed appealing to me, more power to them. And uh, like I said, I will proclaim the Street Fighter VI design team the GOATs forever. <laughs> I will declare them the GOATs forever because, uh, um, like, like I said, I'm just not interested in the character <laughs> very much at all. So, But uh, Aki does have a lot of cool things. She's fun to play. She's very awkward. So th that's kind of one of the things I want to say here. I talked about, you know, how strong I think she is just in terms of her play style. I think she's very awkward, right? She's, she's designed to be awkward, right? She's got the sweep on crouching heavy punch and, you know, she's just got this coward crouch, you know, mechanic and, you know, her buttons are weirdly slow. Her anti-air is crouching heavy kick and it's just, she's a very awkward character and I don't think she's an easy character to learn. I think she's very difficult to pull off, especially by the fact that I feel like her neutral, it's hard to figure out what to do with her neutral. Honestly, like 
it's you you stand there in neutral and you're like what am i supposed to do <laughs> like my pokes aren't really that great and stuff but she actually is kind of more dulcim-esque in which she's kind of a reactive character you're really just trying to see what your opponent's gonna do and if you need to get in then it really kind of is about bubble drive rush raw drive rush that kind of thing and then I'm I'm probably way too obsessed with her cross up two HP, you know, her jumping down and heavy punch, like that's my way in on everybody. So I just keep trying to get in your face so that I can jump over you and hit you with that. But her jump is really good. Her jumping heavy punch is really good. She can get away with jumps a lot easier than other uh, other characters can. However, if you're fighting against people who have really good anti air reactions, it's only going to get you so far. But uh, honestly, she's a very hard character to use. I think she's very unorthodox, and you cannot use her particularly like a lot of the other Street Fighter Six characters. Her drive rush is not a very good drive rush. In fact, she ha most of her moves actually kill her momentum more so than other characters. Like her drive rush standing heavy kick, like most characters, heavy punches and heavy kicks like don't kill momentum of drive rush. She just they just slide forward and you hit their buttons and they just keep sliding. Uh, but you know, as good of a button as Aki standing heavy kick is, it actually kills her momentum when she drive rushes into it. So it's hard to just kind of launch yourself into people. Her drive rush crouching medium kick is a fairly strong button, but same kind of thing. It kills momentum. It's really hard to combo off of it because a lot of times you're just outside of the range of follow up buttons because she doesn't go very far with her drive rush. So, you know, coupled with the fact that she has no OD wake up and the fact that her drive rush, I think, is one of the weaker drive rushes in the game, I think she's very awkward. And she's not a zoner. And she's not a rushdown character. Like I said, I feel like she's, I, I would compare her most to Dalsum. Like, Dalsum, although has rushdown and zoning, Dalsum is mostly a reactive kind of character, right? He's, he's less proactive. He's just reactive by, okay, I'm going to throw a fireball, see what you do, and just kind of take advantage of that kind of situation. I feel like Aki's similar. You're not really proactively trying to be aggressive and kill people. You're really kind of just testing them, poking at them, being annoying. Because Heavy Kick into Coward Crouch obviously is a very powerful sequence because... The follow-up kicks are safe on block and they're a frame trap. And she's got this throw for people who are, you know, basically learning to just block uh, so they don't get frame trapped. However, it is very option selectable. You can actually, every time you block her heavy kick and you see her go into coward crouch, you can wait a few frames and then hit the button. Because that way, if you actually, if they do the coward crouch kicks, you'll block it. And that eats your input. And if they try to go for the throw, you'll jab them. It's very option selectable. Now, Aki can delay her kicks so that she catches your delay timing very hard. There's a lot of manual timing there. And you just have to know your opponent. It's like Street Fighter 4 when you were trying to frame trap crouch techers basically so it's a very similar kind of situation with Aki in that way and so again I don't find her offense particularly strong it's just mostly trying to pester be annoying and then get them to make the mistake so that you can sneak in and and get the up serpent lash into one of her mix-ups afterwards really her the crux of Aki's game is 
finding a way to land up Serpent Lash and then using one of like 19 different frame kills that she has after a heavy Serpent Lash. And in the corner, it's the most potent there. But she's got like all these different ways to like sneak in and stuff uh, after that because she's so plus she can actually get two dashes and her dash is slow at 19 frames. So you're like 38 frames dashing and can still get a meaty nine frame standing medium kick on the opponent. So after HP Serpent Lash, I think you're plus like 43 or something. So you have a lot of time and what that does is it creates a lot of different things. So she can do raw medium command dash into meaty throw or the standing heavy kick as a meaty option there. She can do immediate drive rush into stand, into coward crouch, into throw, which becomes a true meaty there. She can double dash into stand medium kick in the corner. She can actually get safe jump automatically off of her jumping, you know, just, just hold up forward. You can also dash into overhead and then that's a perfect meaty into stand jab, jab, you know, stuff like that. She's She's got a lot of options after that heavy serpent lash. So that, to me, is Aki's game. You're playing this kind of pseudo-neutral to see what the enemy is going to do until you find some way, whether it's by raw drive rush, jumping behind them with jump down 2 HP, you know, finding a way in with the frame trap off of the coward crouch into the heavy kick off of standing, I mean, into the kick follow-ups off of standing heavy kick. All those things lead to the heavy uh, serpent lash, and then from there is what you have to do. So... If you're trying to learn Aki, that's my recommendation, is learn all of the crazy things you can do after Heavy Serpent Lash, and then keep mixing those up to have your opponents have a hard time thinking, uh, have a hard time reading what it is that you're going to do, uh, honestly. So um, that's kind of where I am with Aki at this point. Her standing medium punch has no range at all. <laughs> Peter, Peter 0611 says her standing medium punch is deceptively short. Like, it's short. Like, it's a Street Fighter Five button. Let's just put it that way. Like, Street Fighter Six buttons are notorious for reaching way farther than I remember because I'm so used to Street Fighter Five right now. But uh, her standing medium punch is a Street Fighter V button. It's a button that looks like it should hit farther, but it just doesn't go anywhere. She, she even like steps forward and does like a spin, like a guile back fist kind of thing. And it's just like, yoink, and it just misses everything. It's so sad, dude. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, but... Yep, I think, uh, I think like I said, it's not going to take long for Aki to win a tournament. Someone's going to win a tournament with her, whether it's going to be Nemo or somebody, because a lot of people are really enjoying this character, and a lot of people, because of that personality that she has, a lot of people are finding very strong attachments with this character. And that's always going to be one of the most crucial things, right? Like I said, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be like, well, Snake Eyes won with Zangief, but imagine if he played Ken. No, because Snake Eyes and Zangief are like buddies, right? Like the, he just has that Zangief mentality. And if he plays Zangief, like it's hard to explain, but like when you play a character you care about, you, you just play better and you try harder. And so, you know, 
a lot of people out there have really found that they've enjoyed Aki a lot. And a lot of them, because she is awkward, right? They, they like having a character that's just not low forward drive rush the character like a lot of other characters are. So I think a lot of people are enjoying how different she is and how awkward she is. And that's great. I'm really glad Capcom put in a character because Rashid, as stubby as his moves are, he's still fairly Street Fighter 6. Like he feels like he's Street Fighter 6 in a way. Like, okay, his crouching medium kick is going to be really good, and he's got really good mix-ups when he knocks you down, et cetera, et cetera. He's neutral, although his buttons are stubby. You know, he, he's still going to be kind of playing six a little bit. But Aki is just completely, completely uh, a different story. So I don't think it's going to take long for her to win a tournament. Does, do I think she's going to be top tier? No. No, I, I, just, I just don't see it. And, and again, that's solely based off of the fact that she has no OD wake up because I just think that's too much of a weakness right now in Street Fighter 6. If you do not have an OD wake up and like you're fighting Ken, when Ken gets you in the corner, you have to be scared of crouching medium kick, standing heavy punch shimmy, uh, dragon lashes, gin rise, drive impacts, raw drive rush, a jump, uh, cancels into Drive Rush, uh, cancels into Jin Rise, cancels into Dragon Lashes. If you get punished counter by standing heavy punch, his crouching medium kick still hits. Like, when you're in the corner, there's too much to think about. And to not have one option blow up, like, 60 to 70% of those options so that, you know, you can keep the game a little bit simpler is is too... Is too damaging to a kit uh, in my ability. Uh, yeah, I mentioned that. I don't think her drive rush is particular. Oh, her drive reversal or drive rush. Which one do you mean, Forrest? <laughs> God, that's the way it works. Um, but yeah, I, I, think, I, I think that's just going to hold her back a little bit too much from being one of the best. Yeah, her drive rush. I talked about that earlier. I don't think her drive rush is particularly strong. So I don't think that's going to help her all that much. So um, so that's my thoughts. That's my early uh, like week one, week two thoughts of Aki. Did she only come out a week ago? I feel like I've been playing a lot of Aki. So it feels like she's been out for like two weeks. Yeah, she's she only came out like last week. So there you go. Okay, so it really only has been a week. I, I played so much Aki. I feel like she's been out for so long now. Uh, but that's my week one thoughts of Aki. I think she is going to be good in the right hands. Like I said, Dalsum players are winning. Itsuki just won a tournament. Uh, was it Itsuki? Was it Itsuki uh, that won the Rev Major? I think he won. And F Champ got third place with Dalsum and Honda. Uh, but I think Itsuki won uh, Rev Major with Dalsum. So the Dalsums are coming. <laughs> The Dalsums are coming, but like I said, the Kimberleys, like Kimberly right now is doing damage in ICFC EU, and we're seeing a lot more Kimberleys take form as well, so she's going to be really strong, and we already know how good Marisa is, but I think Aki is right there with all those characters, so I, 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 I suspect we're going to see some very strong Aki play out there, and I'm excited for that, and I'm really happy for that, because again, I feel like she came out in a really, really good spot. I feel like she came out in a really, really good spot where she has um, uh, she has a lot of juice, but she's not too strong. 
Uh, I think she could be a little stronger, but again, time will tell. So, uh, alrighty then. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it an end on the Akitaki here, unless anybody else, the Akitaki, uh, on the Akitaki over here, uh, unless other people have other questions about Aki they want to ask over here in the chat. But if you guys are watching on YouTube, keep an eye out for my analysis on Kimberly versus Ken coming up over here. And uh, yeah, really, really excited about, um, uh, uh, you know, to see if they could actually make me like Ed. <laughs> if they could actually make me care about Ed, we are getting somewhere with Street Fighter VI. So, uh, but there you go. Thank you guys for watching here on YouTube. Uh, please leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think of Aki. And if you do think she needs any buffs or, or even any nerfs, how would you fix Aki? <laughs> uh, but uh, outside of that, take go ahead and look out for this analysis coming up sometime soon. Uh, those of you here on Twitch, stick around for that analysis. But thank you guys for tuning in, YouTube. And uh, please make sure you like and subscribe. Please continue to let me know if you're enjoying my content out there. And uh, please comment for the algorithm. So thank you guys. And uh, the day that this podcast graced your ears was the most important day of your life. But for me... It was Tuesday.